0: Hey, you got him with this one, dog. It's so, so full. Let's take him back. Come on. Hey, remember back in the block, in the summertime when the sidewalk got so boiling hot, that the heat from the street almost melts your flip flops, or burn through your new shoes and leave you. We're hosing your socks. Our city slickers, there was no water in spots, so we'd head to the corner. Mister Warner would knock off the knob. Is of is the top uh. we Welcome, on the welcome, welcome, we all my do future fathers, potential parents, and everyone else tuning
1: in. This is Dad Hard with a podcast, and as always, I am your host, Mo Green. Happy day, one million of quarantine. I uh, hope everybody is doing safe out there, uh, especially those of you on the west coast uh, dealing with this fire and the residual air quality being terrible and the ash coming down like snow and all this wild shit that I'm seeing uh, coming from out there. I uh, hope all of you listening that are that are out in that area. I hope all you guys and your families are safe and that hopefully things get better for once in this year. Uh and don't just keep getting more apocalyptic by the day. Uh you know, that's what we can all hope as parents these days. Um but this is dad Hard with a podcast. So hopefully for the next, you know 60 some odd minutes and we can take your mind off of all the bad shit that 2020 is bringing and have a little bit of fun talking about parenting and I will be your guide through that. Uh, this is episode 47 aka the Andre Karolinko episode and speaking of the other 46 episodes. If you want to check out those, if this is your first time listening to Dad Hard with a Podcast, uh, you know, you can jump onto wedadhard.com and blam, you got the whole catalog. We're currently in season two of the podcast. Season one is all up there. And then, of course, if you want to connect on the Fatherhood Brotherhood, shoot us an email at dadhardpod at gmail.com and follow us on the Instagram at dadhardpod. And with that, this is week 56 of Dadding hard for me. Uh and it has been a uh it's been a fun last couple of weeks highlighted by my daughter finally being able to stand on her own. We have been trying so hard to Get her to build up the confidence to to do that because, you know, she can walk assisted and, and cruise and she's super confident. She loves doing it. She moves and grooves when she's crawling and all that good stuff. But getting her to build up the confidence and not be afraid to stand on her own has been more effort than I thought it would be, right? You know, you you think that once kids, or at least I thought that once kids, you know, started walking assisted or or standing and walking assisted and and cruising and all that stuff, they were like, oh, fuck it. I don't want to hold on to shit anymore. I'm going to go. You know, they see how fast they can get from place to place and how much they can explore while they're crawling. Now they can walk? I would think that, boom, they'd be off to the races. But it's just so interesting for me to see how long it's taken her to build up this confidence to be able to do that unassisted, you know. And she still goes a little bit back and forth, right? Uh, She's going through this phase now where she no longer is doing her party tricks, as I call them on command. So, like, if you tell her, no hands. No hands. Stand up by yourself. She'll look at you and just be like, bro, I'm no, I'm no show dog. I'm a show pony over here don't you don't you just tell me to do my little tricks for your friends and for your 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 parents and think that i'm just gonna do it for your own enjoyment but then i'll catch her we'll be at the park and it's like she's doing squats on her own she's just going up and down up and down up and down and then when she catches me looking at her she'll get I've said this a lot about how when she accomplishes something and she starts doing something that she's been we've been trying to get her to do for a long time. She gets so proud of herself. This is no different. She will do these squats and then when she realizes that I'm looking at her, she'll go like, yeah, and start clapping for herself like she just won the gold medal in the standing up and down Olympics or something like that. It's it's very funny, um, but it's it's interesting that she seems so like she it seems like she wants to to get our attention and do things that we try to get her to do uh and then once we try to show them off to other people like look what she could do look what she could do Bro, say the octopus she'll just look at you with a blank stare like i don't know what you're talking about bro I don't even know what an octopus is. I'm like, but no. Like, yeah. And then meanwhile, we'll be in the bath and I'll show her her octopus. And she'll be like, octopus, octopus. I'm like, dude, come on, people. I keep telling people you're smart. Can't you just show them that you might have a little bit of intelligence to you and not just stare at them in the blank stare like any other baby? Anyway, uh, that that's her new thing. and she, she wants to accomplish all of these things and <laughs> she... Doesn't want to show them off, you know. She just kind of wants to keep them to herself, uh, which is it's just weird because she's just, she's such an outgoing little person, right? And at thirteen months, what does that even mean? But you know, she's such an outgoing little person, and you'd and she gets so proud of herself for doing these little things, but. When you know, we try to show them off and like try to get her to do it in front of other people, it's like she completely reverts into this other human that has never seen another human before and just wants like curl up in her little turtle shell and not let anybody see her. Um, it- it's really wild. Um, but the standing up thing is really cool watching her do that for the first time, uh, and they like really do it like, on her own. So not even, like, holding her by her hands and then, you know, kind of, like, slowly letting go and seeing if she can balance herself. Like, that's cool. That's awesome when she can do that. But now she's, like, you know, standing up on her own with no help she's not grabbing for something she's just doing it like I said she likes to do these like air squats where she's literally I don't know if she because she watches my wife do her her workout classes in the mornings and stuff like that and she wants to be like mom and do her little squats but she she now just does it consistently with so much confidence and it's it's awesome to see and i always say this every time there's this little accomplishment right but you know what as parents you we all know how much this is true anytime they they achieve these small little milestones it's just like the best thing ever you get so excited to to do it you know um, she's also really coming into herself or into her own as a girl I think, Uh, you know, like, you know, babies are babies, right? They're, they're, yeah, they're boys and girls, but for the most part, their personalities are pretty genderless, right? They're, they're essentially, they, they don't know the difference, but now she's starting to, to come into her, her, her own as, as an actual girl. Uh, and and she likes to, she likes to, to, I guess she likes to wear girl stuff and by that i really might just mean she likes to wear her bow now she calls it her pretty and so we'll say aurora do you want to wear a pretty and she'll get so excited and like we'll lay all her bows out and she'll pick the one that she wants and you know and then we say hey where's your pretty you know like it's a part of her body you know like where's your nose where's your belly button where's your pretty and she like knows it's the bow on the top of her head but now she loves it she used to hate it, despise it, fucking rip it off, throw it in the middle of the street, we'd never see the bow again, uh, now she really likes it, and I think that, uh, you know, I don't know if that's just because we're pushing it on her, or by we, I mean my wife, pushing it on her, but, um, you know, she, she she's really into it now, and she continues to... Uh, to, to be into more things, you know she she's evolving from just her Pete the Cat and Sesame Street watching into her simple songs, and she's learning things from this these these, these TV programs, you know, uh, specifically when you're talking about the the Baby Einstein, um, and Sesame Street and simple song stuff. Uh, she's really. Learning from those, you know, we actually found the other day that she has now learned a the sign, right? The sign language sign for more, for, which is like you like make these little like pinching things with your hands I don't know how I'm not you can't see me I don't know why I'm describing what you do if you want to know what it looks like just look up the sign language sign for more and you'll be able to see it but she's doing this she's doing it and we were like where the hell is she doing that like why is she doing it and at first we realized that she wasn't that smart and just randomly doing the sign language sign for more. She learned it from this simple songs, hour long video where it's a dance move in like one of the songs having nothing to do with sign language or wanting more. Right. It, it, the, the, the part of the song is, is to pull it. Right. And so she's just copying that, but, my wife and my mother-in-law have been doing that that sign to her to, to try to get her to tell us if she wants more of something for, for a pretty long time now. I, w- I want to say a good four or five months, right? My, my mother-in-law especially because she's a, a speech pathologist by trade. Um, and now she's like connected that motion that she learned from the Simple Songs video And that it is also has a meaning for the word more. So like I'm eating Cheerios with her this morning. Me and her are sharing a bowl of Cheerios, which is the only way that I can get her to drink milk is by eating Cheerios along with that milk. And then, you know, making her feel like a big girl by letting her drink it out of the bowl, you know? Um, But uh, thanks mom for that tactic, by the way. And uh, uh, when, the bowl was done she's looking at me doing this sign for more like she wants more so i go i get another but i'm like she can't really mean this like i'm gonna test this out and she just wanted she wanted to eat more cheerios she really is, is understanding what this means and it I, i've said it the last few weeks ever since she turned a year old but it's so fascinating how they really start just connecting random things that seem to them like they should just go together right um where that does come into a little bit of a of a of a head is when you say words that mean two different things for example the word rock you know she discovered rocks at the park the other day and i was trying to tell her you know that's a rock and she already knows rock, 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 like from a rocking horse. I have this song, whatever. So she, that's how she relates the word rock. So when I was saying a oh, rock, that's a rock, she just starts rocking back and forth. And I'm like, no, 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 it's a different rock. So now she started saying rock as in stone rock. In a different way than she says rock, like rock back and forth, you know, rock, 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 rock is for rock back and forth and rock is for a stone. It's hilarious how they start to connect these things and then divide them right when when same words mean different things it's just so fascinating these last couple of of months or these last few weeks been so fascinating watching how this development of connection and then communication is really working it's it's so fucking cool um it's it's really a great moment uh you'll hear in our guest segment today uh when my guest says that uh, the the hardest the hardest age to be a parent for is the current one that you're at but also the best age that your kid uh, like the best age for for being a parent is the age that your kid is at and that couldn't be more true every day this this is it just gets better because they just develop more and more and and it's really an evolution that you see you see the evolution and expansion of their mind of their body of the way they're putting motions and words and things together it's just it's just unbelievable and it, and it keeps, uh, reinforcing that just being a parent is the freaking best, uh, because having the gift of being able to watch this stuff is, is fucking awesome. Um, but that's it. That's, that, that's it for this week. Uh, you know, standing up. Connecting sign language to songs on YouTube. That's, that's what you got to look forward to this weekend in what week 56. Uh, we're going to jump into a musical break. And on the other side, I have two phenomenal guests. Um, I guess season two is the season of twos because this is now the third out of four guests that I've had on so far in season two. Uh, that is a pairing. Uh, but this one is. Not technically a couple, and that'll make sense a little bit more as it comes down. But I do have the guys from the Stand Up Dads podcast, uh, which I did a guest spot on on their episode 83 uh, a couple of weeks ago. So if you haven't checked that out, definitely do that. But like I said, we're going to jump into the musical break and I will be right back with my guys Rob and Mike from the Stand Up Dad's Podcast. Come and take a
0: ride with me. We can smoke at Mary You don't eat it your waves, remember back in the times when being and just a kid was fun, right, remember the sandbox, little league ball felt like the sand lock, I was the bambino, the salt on the swap, and Doc was more like Benny the Jet, no handy, and we are back.
1: With this week's episode of Dad Hard with a Podcast. And as always, you know, once that music break hits, it is time for the guest segment of the show. And yet again, I have guests, plural, but no. Season two of Dad Hard with a Podcast has apparently been about having couples on the show. And I guess you could call these guys a couple, but, (laughs) but they are actually the hosts of another dad podcast called The Stand Up Dads that I appeared on a couple weeks ago, so definitely check that episode out. But right yeah. now I have Rob and Mike, The Stand Up Dads. How are you guys doing?
2: We are great. Thank you for having us on. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks, Mo.
3: Yeah, I love The name of your podcast, by the way. That's really cool. I appreciate it. That's a good one, man. That's a good one. (laughs) I appreciate it.
1: I appreciate it very much. I knew once my wife liked it, who is the most critical person of me in the world, I knew I had something good. So I appreciate that you liked it also. Um, no, but how, how are you guys doing? You guys are out on the West Coast. How's everything with the fires and like we didn't need another thing to happen here in, in 2020. Yeah. Uh, you guys got this massive fire out there in California. How are you guys doing? Everybody safe? Everybody good? Uh,
2: it's uh, 2020 is just a can we swear on here? Absolutely. It <laughs> yeah, is. This is that hard, biggest, man. show of my 50 years, 48 years it's it's not just one fire i mean there's fires in oregon they're just all up in the state so you know you go out you can't see my car has been covered in ash for weeks jesus it's uh yeah it's horrible people are losing their homes and it's just you know not only is my kid stuck at home you know doing the distance learning i can't even let him go outside now oh just to blow off some steam and we got a nice little yard just so he could do that so i don't know it's uh not a great year i'm looking forward to it being over
3: yeah, dude, I can't, there's, there's certain days you come out, like, every day the smoke's bad. There was one day, though, that I walked outside, and the sky was, like, red, yeah. kind of reddish, and there was, it looked like snow, but it was actually frickin', like, ash coming down. I was like, it was like apocalypse, you know? Like, you walk mm-hmm. out, and you're just like, like, you're looking at, am I in a n- nuclear winter? <laughs> like What yeah, is happening? Like, I just was like, I got my mail, and, like... Yeah, I'm not going in. I'm going back in. Yeah, soap
1: I, I've seen the picture. I saw like a meme the other day that like compared actual pictures of Cal from California to Blade Runner 2049, the movie. Mm-hmm. And they <laughs> yeah. it, it was literally like somebody just took pictures from that movie and put them side by side with pictures of that movie. Uh, it, it's wild out there. Um, yeah. I hope hopefully none of you guys were affected family's all good everything is good on that yeah, front
2: it's just you know we know there's got to be you know because i remember there's some comic friends i know that uh, two years ago lost their home in the paradise fire uh <laughs> or the campfire yeah um, that was horrible so,
3: man a whole freaking town just wiped yeah, out you
2: know so i mean i don't even want to guess you know it's funny though because it's nice in the sense that it makes you figure out, um, okay, if we have to bug out really quick, what are we going to grab? So, sure. it's almost nice having a little preparation for that, um, which hopefully it doesn't come to that. But everyone needs a wake up call once in a while.
1: No, for sure. I mean, I feel like in California, uh, I know my uh, my aunt, and uncle that I'm super close with. Um, well, I guess it's just my aunt now, but. Um, they always I was always like worried about earthquakes out there with with them you know Because and they always had that they always had like a a, a to-go bag basically almost Mm -hmm. like the to-go bag when your wife is pregnant and about to have the baby uh like 39 38 weeks and you know just grab everything that you need for that time and you know so earthquakes and pregnancy pretty similar things as far as getting up and getting out
2: I'll take an earthquake any day <laughs> another kid. But... <laughs> For another kid, you're like, I'll take a fire. You know what, and what's crazy, what bugs me about 2020
3: is like, there's so many things that it reminds me of that meme of the the little dog sitting in all the fires and he's just saying, this is fine. Have you ever seen that one? No. That was yeah. awesome. It's a great little comic. And uh, it just reminds me of that because it's like there's certain things that came in, Like, what happened to the murder bees? You know, like, the murder bees were one where I was like, oh, my God. And then then it's like, there's so much more going on. That like, are the murder bees here? And they're just like, we can't even, we can't even, like, report on them because we got fires.
1: I think my buddy also happened to the murder hornets. My daughter's first birthday, we were in the park, and this massive, Hornet that looked just like one of the murder hornets, like flew and he just like literally like, grabbed it out of thin air and like crushed its entire body. It was
3: he just crushed it in his head,
1: dude. Straight up, he just like like Mr. Miyagi the shit, like woof. <laughs> and we were crazy. Like and the dude was was like. I've known him since summer camp and he was like outdoorsman, like number one. And but he <laughs> literally grabbed in his hand and just like crushed its soul. It was, it was wild. Um, but, That's uh,
3: hilarious, man. he's like Grizzly Adams. Like he kept the murder hornets out of your area. They were like, Oh my God.
1: They, they saw him and they were like, <laughs> they said, oh, I'm, like I'm going like to go this <laughs> way
3: around your
1: whole town. <laughs> Straight up. Um, but, uh, but yeah, 2020 has been crazy. Um, I'm glad you guys are, are, are very safe. Uh, how has that affected your parenting situation? Has it gotten you both into a serious dad hard mode uh, because your kids are just always around now?
2: Uh, I'll, I think Mike's a better one to answer that because I luckily uh, got a job right before distance learning started. what a lucky guy i was able to dodge all of it because i cannot work from home so i actually missed the kid whereas i remember right before i started the job i was really like i'm gonna strangle this little bastard so i'll let mike (laughs) answer that one i you know
3: i think what was hard for me is because i i already work from home you know so that's i mean i teach online before this and uh then with you know my daughter suddenly being home it was harder, I think, at the, when it happened out of nowhere, you know, at the end of last year than right now, at least we were able to plan, but. It was super. I would say it just made it really stressful because. My daughter was totally playing me. You know, it'd be like, I'd be on a meeting and she'd be like, oh, oh, with like the Doritos, hot chips or whatever. Like, oh, oh this cool, this cool. And then like going, oh, I, I'd, I'd be, like, mm-hmm. be like, yeah, yeah. fine so that button i finally get off i'd be like what are you and she'd be like oh my god what's the matter you said yes it's like you know that's a move or just fully stopping working like like i could see when i'm i'm teaching and i'm paying attention in the back i can hear her like she's supposed to be doing pe and dude she's sitting in her chair spinning in her chair in a circle and it's like I'm dying to be like, you know. I'm like, a second, I can pause it and say, "I'm like, will you get up and do your, <laughs> do Wait. the PE?" And ju- okay, okay. <laughs> like, How the
1: hell are kids supposed to do PE in your house?
3: I know all they're doing, but she's so she doesn't want to do none of it. But they're doing like, um, it's like Jack LaLanne stuff. They're doing jumping jack, you know, burpees. They're doing you know that type of stuff. And she's just like, if 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 I'm preoccupied. She's like, yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm just gonna stall. <laughs> you know, I, don't
1: I'm gonna ble- spin, I don't believe I'm her gonna be- one bit. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure she's getting a lot more video game time in, or just hanging oh, with her friends. I'm in.
3: She's getting a lot of that, but the thing is, like, my take <laughs> on it with that was, she, I think, had a less of a struggle with not seeing her friends because I set her up quickly with the Facebook messenger for kids. Oh, and what's cool about that one is I have to approve it to send it to you. You as a parent have to approve it for them to become friends. And oh, then we both got to freaking approve it again. And then you can see who they've talked to, but it's cool. Cause they've got their, they're all there. So it's, it's really like worked out good, you know? So she's still, Talk to her buddies every day, and um, I don't know. What about you, Rob? Like, forgetting uh, him to to get some socialization
2: hasn't really. So it's really been me and Kim, uh, mainly Kim, trying to play with him a lot. You know, we're trying to get the board games, but he's tired of that. Mm. uh what you know, board sorry, games you pulling out? Uh, lately, it's been sorry. Ooh, um, I like, I'm, I'm a fan of oh, sorry a Love Brutal, man. There's tears. Yeah, I love that. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, and, like, he'll team up, like, he and my wife will team up on me once in a while, but then she will turn and just, not without even batting an eye, just, like, fuck him over. Because <laughs> and, yes. and, so, we both playing. have the, you know, we both believe in we don't just let him win. Like, mm. we're not going to, like, go to any extreme to make him lose, but at the same time, you know, it's uh, it's part of the game. So if yeah. we're to about to win, we're going to stop you. For, yep, for sure. there's no – yeah.
1: He's got to learn. So. You're going to learn today. You're yeah. Playing games <laughs> with mommy and daddy, you're going to learn. Um, yeah. Him and – so you guys have this dad pod pod like I do. I was on mm-hmm. your pod a couple weeks ago, Mike. Sorry, we and I you help, weren't yeah. there. We're gonna we're gonna get into uh, uh, why you weren't there <laughs> in, in a little bit. But um, uh, I was on your I was on your pod. It was a fantastic time. I had a great time. Got to hang out with Rob a little bit. But w- what what sparked you guys to start the pod?
2: Okay, so uh, two years ago, I think it was August. Uh, my buddy Nick, uh, who I. Uh, would mess around with, stand up with, and Jerron asked me, uh, hey, would you be a guest on our uh, podcast? It was the first episode of the gag on this podcast where we would interview, or they would interview local comics. And I was the first one, even though I'm just an open mic piece of crap. And, (laughs) And I had such a blast at that episode. I was driving away from that recording. And, like, I don't even think I was out of the dry, the parking lot before I called Mike and said, hey, dude, um, what do you think about us starting a podcast? And he's like, about what? I don't know. We'll figure something out. And then Mike, he did stand-up way before I did. Um, so I think he's more accomplished. He just went away from it for a while. Um, so we're like, well, we both, we're both dads. We both kind of do stand-up. Stand-up dads. Cool. And that's just kind of how it came about. But, yeah and uh, i've known
3: him since first grade so that's one thing that i think <laughs> like you said the couple thing is just we've known each other since we were six so yeah. there's a lot of stuff and what's worse is that he's got like the best memory ever and no i like, don't i've had a, i have a horrible oh dude he does he'll be like no no, no. Remember, i remember useless
2: <laughs> bullshit hmm I will forget your name two seconds after I, you know, I meet someone new. So anything I,
3: incriminating, he's got a photographic memory on it. <laughs> and, <I laughs> up and go, oh yeah, well remember this time, and I'll go. Oh my god, yeah, I do. Oh, oh no. So It'll you had, like,
1: So then you had to do the podcast, or else he was going to hold that over your head with, well, unless you, or else he was going to say in the... the incriminating stories.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm at the beginning um i found out after a few episodes i found out mike was not listening so (laughs) yeah so uh, here's my saying on it
3: he would get all mad at me because he's like you don't listen to it i'm like well i was there like i don't want (laughs) to listen to it again and he's like you have to listen to it for quality and stuff i'm like yeah 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 okay i'll listen to it
2: (laughs) so what i would do because i do the editing is I would just splice in these little um, embarrassing facts about Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. so p- people would get back to him because I've got 40 years of it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, oh, uh, like, what was the first one? Uh, your my mom's mom called nickname. me Pickle.
3: Yeah, yeah, my nickname is Pickle. So, like, oh, your nickname's Pickle. I'm like, uh, who brought that up? I don't know. <laughs> so, it's like, yeah, oh, so, man, it's in the I, podcast. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I had my five-year-old kid join me on that one and say, hey, no, Owen. Uh, do you know what my uncle Mike's, uh, nickname was when he was a kid? No. Pickle. And he would just start cracking up. Mm-hmm. So I put that's that in. That. That's amazing. And then I named some of your high school crushes. <laughs>
3: yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I was
2: like, man. And then. And then yeah, well, hopefully and then they don't listen either. To Mike. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And then I started realizing that if I was going to keep going, it was going to start getting mean. So I stopped. Uh, the, and it wasn't going to change his behavior anyway the
3: more recent one he did though got me good because he had the microphones to recording i didn't know it so i'm talking to my cat and i'm like oh Kiki, i love you kiki you're the prettiest kiki <laughs> and then so like a week later he goes hey do you listen to the podcast so i'm like no i didn't he goes, <laughs> he goes i go why and he goes, Hmm, you might want to listen to like at least like the first three minutes. So I'm like, oh, and my stomach dropped. <laughs> I was like, what did he do? And I like, I'm like, is it safe? Cause I was in the car with Oli. Mike. Is it at least safe that I can listen to it with Oli? And he's like, yep. And yeah, he put it in there where it's all he's, it's funny cause he changes his voice. So he's like, at this point in the podcast, I had to step away. But Mike didn't know that he's, he was like, what <laughs> was it like? Amazing. He's like, Mike was unaware that the cat, the, the Mike was still going. He's all now you can see why Mike is still single. <laughs> And uh, you hear him, this is Mike talking to his cat, and I'm all like, "Oh, Kiki, I love you, Kiki, Oh, Jojo." You know, <laughs>
2: the thing is, amazing. I only played like a minute of it, but there was like three and a half minutes. Of <laughs> oh
1: my god!
2: Yeah. Um, so, so that anyway, one was okay. What's yeah. it? But it the worst.
3: The way you got me the most was you saying you should listen to it. Made it. It was so much worse. To before I could hear it. The anticipation, it going, I'm sure. <gasps> you're
0: like, oh, like my God. oh my God. Yeah,
3: like, oh no. I'm like, he's punishing me for not listening. <laughs>
1: what, 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 did I, what did I do this time? What is it this time? Totally.
3: I was thinking, I was going crazy. Like, what did what I do? Did I say I was going to listen to it? <laughs> why is
2: he punishing me? <laughs> That's messed up. That's amazing. Yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> but back to the beginning, you know, why we started it up. I mean, there was that. I was hooked onto the podcasting thing. Um, and it was an awesome way for Mike and I to hang out because yeah. we wouldn't see each other very often. We were one of those where we wouldn't see each other for six months and we'd pick up where we left off. Sure. And then pre... And he lived
3: like 10 minutes away. But that's how it yeah. goes when you're a parent, <laughs> right? When a parent,
1: that's, that's, that's the... That's like, the... You know, I don't
3: got time. Yeah. yeah what are you going to
2: do? I yeah, work. So... Got to get
3: home. Got to get dinner.
2: Yeah. Got to yeah. be a dad. Yeah. So pre covid we could hang out once a week or so and just you know it would shoot the breeze and then record oh yeah i guess we should record today huh yeah okay and then but it was funny because it was almost like a side effect um i learned more about being a parent because i don't know what none of us know a damn thing about being a parent you have the kid and you know i always believe that the hardest age you got is that they are is whatever age they're at right now facts <laughs> So, you know, we're figuring it out as we go. So just being able to bounce it off of Mike and, you know, back and forth and just doing some research on it to do some of the articles. uh, I think I've, I mean, the bar was pretty low, but I think I've become a a better parent as a result.
3: (laughs) We've seen a little bump in our dad ratings.
1: Dude, that's, that's great. Listen, that, I mean, that's the, that's the same, that's the same reason why I started this thing. Uh, Cause you know, they, you don't know anything. They don't tell you anything. No, nothing useful. Right. No, they, yeah. and, but like nobody, like none of the doctors, like most of the books and, and everything out there, like, they're like, Oh, let's just talk to the mom, you know? Like,
3: <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. And one thing I've always felt with, 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 <laughs> with dads in general is the bar is super low. Yeah. Like, I'll be like, I'll be like, oh, me I took Oli to go see Hamilton. They're like, oh my God, you took her somewhere? <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> you, you like, you, are you with her a lot? And it's like, that's all <laughs> it takes. It's like, you, you, you have, you take Oh my God, you're around. Dude. <laughs> I do like, it, 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 It's so Why true. Is that, that's, people, if that's what sucks.
1: It, like, yeah. It, yeah. It, it's so true. Everybody expects the, the, the dad to be the freaking Al Bundy, Homer Simpson, freaking yeah. uh, uh, Peter Griffin, the, you know, just like, doesn't, you know, just secondary. Um, And you know what, I guess that's because that's how we set it up when we started this whole thing where, you know, dads were, men were supposed to work and women were supposed to take care of kids and it's evolved from there. But now, you know, um, it's great to see other dads like doing, you know, podcasts and, and, and creating content like this to enable themselves and others to, to be good dads or to learn more about the, the experiences of it. Um, do you guys, did you guys think that you learned or started becoming better dads by the experiences that you had, bouncing things off of each other or did it just kind of inspire you guys more to l- research different things and, and look into deeper aspects, I guess, for lack of a better term of, of being a dad.
2: I think when I'm looking for whatever topic we're going to have, uh, I kind of, you know, uh, bounce myself off of there and go, what have I done in here? And usually I'm like, Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, you know, and and honestly, like there was an episode. God, it was probably like fifty episodes ago, uh, where uh, it was about yelling, and oh, you know, c- trying to control yelling at your kid because they, you know, they fight fire with fire. You yell at them, they're going to yell back. So actually, for a couple of weeks, I was really good about not yelling, and I'm a yeller. Um, you I was look like a, a house That's, full that's of weird. That you're a yeller. <laughs> and uh, so for a couple of weeks, I didn't yell at them once and it took a lot of freaking work and it actually did pay off but then i don't know what happened i'm yelling again um <laughs> then you couldn't <laughs> it's it's work man it is fucking work i couldn't keep it up so um for those of you that don't yell at your kids either one you're not involved or two you're freaking amazing
0: um
2: <laughs> So uh, I think I kind of like do like a little buffet. I take a little bit here, a little bit there and see what works and what doesn't and kind of go from there. And, you know, what may have worked six months ago, it doesn't work today.
1: Well, that's the thing that I'm learning right now, like with my 13 month old that like from day to day. Things that, like, we did, like, yesterday don't work anymore today. Mm -hmm. You know, like, she'll, like, learn something new, you know, on a Tuesday. And, like, we're, like, oh, like, let's, like, do that again on, like, Friday. And she's just looking at us like, no. Like, what? Like, I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm like, dude, like, we just did this. That's we're so excited. It. Like, you were so excited to, like, learn this thing and, like, be so happy about it. And n- now you just don't have any interest in, in doing this? <laughs> like, you were, like, clapping for yourself and yelling, yay, yay, yay. Like, what the fuck is going on here? Um, how do you pick your guests? Are you picking mostly friends? Or are you kind of looking into different dad content creators or, or, or people that might be... We, dead?
2: we haven't had a whole lot of guests uh, oh, and I'm one even more honored that I want yeah. so um, you know you have my respect because I know you have a lot of guests and just getting that queued up is a nightmare uh, the gag on this podcast that I'm on it's a new guest every week and they just celebrated 100 episodes I don't know how Nick does it That's a nightmare uh, but like our first guest was a comedian named Jay Walk. Uh he's got kids and he's just a he's picture Robin Williams. If he wasn't on Coke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One
1: I actually can't do that. So.
3: The, and I've uh, learned a lot from our different, the ones that we've had, you know, like guests and stuff. It's kind of cool. Cause you get, you know, especially people that have kids older or some, some people we've had kids that are already grown up and gone and, you know, you I don't know, you learn a lot more when you're getting to talk with and I think it seems like most of the time we get guests, they're always ones that, you know, are involved.
1: Sure and care yeah.
3: about their kids and want it, you know, either if they're even if they're grown up, they're still wanting the best for them. So yeah. it's pretty cool.
1: Well, I and I doing... assume if they're not involved, they're not going to want to do a podcast talking about
2: being a <laughs> Yeah. Well they're most not to be guests, like, Hey Most of our guests <laughs> are comics. And they will do it just because there's a mic involved.
1: Yeah, that make, so, that also makes sense.
2: Um, but that said, you know, we had Jay, we had Josh, who is very involved with his kid. Um, we had uh, Joey C, who was nice enough to join us and talk about what it's like to lose a kid. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Um, oh you know, God, and there's so like, hard. haha funny guy. And he's a hilarious dude, and he's a filthy old man. But, you know, it was just a trip because I've seen him do his comedy, and it's just like, Oh, that was funny. That was gross. Haha. Ha. And then here he is talking about this serious stuff. So, Jeez. um, so I don't, you know, I never want to, and you should take this kindly. I don't want to have a guest just for the sake of having a guest. For sure. Uh, uh, yeah. So I see, you know, Hey, there's, you know, cause like you had a very interesting take cause you were just celebrating your first year with your kid. And I don't even remember my first year with the kid. Ah. So yeah.
1: I'm still hungover from my first, okay, oh, yeah. like like the, not, not, not like drunk hungover, just like yeah. the stress and craziness hungover from putting all of that together for something that they're never going to remember or think about ever again mm-hmm. a day in their life. Um, being both stand-up comics, right? Do you try to focus more on bringing those other type of dads to to light here with you know that are doing stand-up comedy you're taking a comedic approach you know like myself like I was a guest on your show and I definitely Mm -hmm. take a little bit more of a real realistic comedic approach to to fatherhood are you trying to keep that vibe more likely than not
2: yeah I mean you know it's uh, we it's funny we go back and forth sometimes we go serious sometimes we go I mean, we're always going to have dick jokes in there. Um,
3: and we always end up trying to look at, because it's always been just the, our both of our kind of sense of humor, you know? It's like you're, yeah. you're always trying to find what's funny in it, even when you've made, like, so, the horrible mistake of, like, well, that wasn't smart. <laughs> sure.
2: Well, like, this For last sure. week, I don't know if you remember, Mike, but you just made, like, a pretty serious, you know, admission about your daughter. And I, of course, make a joke about keep her off the pole. Oh my uh, God. So nothing sacred.
1: Do you, and do you give do you give him shit right back for for having a a, a, a dirty little disgusting boy? Because apparently the little well, did you
2: little, just little see boy... him run in and out, butt naked, uh, about I, ten minutes ago? I,
1: I didn't realize he was butt naked, oh, but
2: yeah, my fat ass was in the way. I guess, but yeah, it's uh, yeah he does shit like that all the time. Uh, so yeah, he's got there's plenty for him to work with. <laughs> because it was uh not too long ago he was still peeing in corners so but, uh... <laughs> that's the difference
3: between the boys and girls though that i've found like because olivia from very young is pretty like eloquent she could just say stuff and just tell you right away you know but boys like the explanations of me as a kid, like my brother's like, I don't think you spoke until five. <laughs> I think all I remember is you screaming around yeah, the house.
1: Well, like, yeah, yeah, boys are just like Bam 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 you know, it's like Bam yeah. Bam from the Flintstones is just like what totally every little boy is. Man, you know?
3: And then you yeah, the girls man.
1: You guys have been friends since you're what six years old, since second yep. first, second grade. How is it mm-hmm. seen each other evolve from you know children to being you know basically older children with kids
3: yeah i feel like with robert i see him as like he's like an actual mature adult what happened to me (laughs)
2: you know i was just gonna say i think we're both still pretty much the same idiots we were back then just more responsibilities because we both do stupid shit i mean we're just smarter about it Even Mike is smarter about it. Even Mike. No, I mean, no, but it's it's funny because I've seen, you know, because for a while, you know, like he said, you know, wife and kid and Mike disappeared for a while. Not because, you know, it's just life. It happens.
3: You're busy, yeah. Yeah,
2: because I remember when I was like, Mike's getting a kid, holy shit. And then saw him with the kid and I was like, oh, wow, he's really fucking good with kids. Um, He, you know, I remember... You know, she was still, I don't even think, a year old. And Mike was out there on the floor with her playing these records and stuff. And just, I'm like, I, he loves playing with kids. I hate playing with kids. There is, I would rather do taxes. I would I don't give up. I just hate it. I don't mind board games and stuff. But just that whole free play thing, you know, like my kid always wants to play like, Uh, police or, you know, cops and robbers. I fucking hate it. Uh, (laughs) Mike is just a natural. I would make it
3: fun for myself, though. Like, we would play stuff and she'd play, like, let's play Barbies. And I'd be like, okay. And I had gotten her one year, like, Thor, Iron Man, and uh, Spider-Man. I'm like, these are the Kens, right? So then I'd play with them with her. And I'd always be, like, you know, in character, So she'd get all mad. Like, you know you know go to the ball. And I'd be like, you are a heartbeat, Barbie. And I shouted, shouting, and she'd be like, you give me hammer. And I'd be like, how dare you? You are not worthy of that hammer. And she'd be like, you know go to the ball. You sit there like, oh, Thor is not spoken to this way. You know? So you turn <laughs> playing fun. Barbies
1: into playing Avengers.
3: Yeah. We're making up <laughs> stuff, and it was fun, man. She was, yeah. And that's the thing is, it goes so fast. Like, yeah. I do remember... Cause I, for the most part, only for like, I'd say a year and a half where I actually went into a job. So even then I'd see her in the morning. I'd see her at night and weekends or whatnot. But every other time I was with her like most of the time. And I remember a, a lot of it. Yeah. And I have so much video and stuff. And it just sucks that it, it goes so fast. Yeah. Cause you just so, and you go like, I can still picture her as the baby version that would would never let you build with blocks you bought her blocks but if you built it i'd build it when she wasn't looking and she'd turn around Uh,
1: (laughs) yes and smash it down
3: it's gone like you said the the second it's gone it's gone
2: yeah you missed that
3: (laughs) Uh, you You on the growth so you could like do more yeah you
2: know i think when he's older and can appreciate stuff like where we can you know i'd I don't know because uh, I like it when we have little talks and stuff because uh, that's getting that's something that I like more about it but the actual getting on your hands and knees and playing around you know it's just see I was never around kids growing up yeah so and all my cousins were way older because my dad was 48 when he had me so wow all of my cousins were the age of what my aunts and uncles should have been so <laughs> it was uh, I was just never around kids so you know every time we'd be playing there's like knock it off all right no, so <laughs> pretty much. uh <laughs> fuck, I didn't know how to play growing up. I just jerked off a lot. So,
3: <laughs> so that that's the part you can contribute. Where you're like, yeah. leave him alone yeah. in there.
2: So, so yeah, we need. So, go in there. so
1: you need to wait until your son hits puberty, and then you. No, can... yeah,
2: I'm not giving him pointers. No. <laughs> um, Figure mean, out its own technique, just I like mean, an old man. These are the things we can get listening
1: to Stand Up Dad's podcast. He, this is, and and you know, not so much of what you get with Dad Hard, which is why I have you guys on to give them this, this like, amazing content because it, 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 it's, it, it's true. This is, you know, like there's so many different aspects of, of fatherhood, you know, and so many different sides of it, and you guys taking this kind of comedy angle and just literally making fun of every aspect of it and being able to find comedy in real life experience is fucking awesome speaking of real life experience in combination with uh rob talking about jerking off a lot uh <laughs> i want to i, 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 I want to jump in, in into you mike you're you're a single dad now. Uh, I actually believe you might be the first single dad that I've had on the pod to be honest. wow, Yeah. Which is crazy. Um, so congratulations on that. And, uh, (laughs) uh, how, how is that, how is that working? Like, how does that work? How does that make your dad life? Does it bring more pressure, more, you know, obviously it brings more responsibility, right? But like, does it bring more pressure to you? And then all of a sudden, how does it, also affect your real life, you know. I'm, I assume you're 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 dating, and I say assume because I know you are because that's how <laughs> yeah. why you were not on the pod that I I was on with you
2: allegedly. Uh, allegedly,
1: yeah, yeah allegedly. Um, yeah. How was that? How is that whole dynamic for you,
2: dude?
3: Uh, I mean, it's hard because it. I mean, after the you know the divorce and stuff, then you got to try to figure out. <laughs> not only who you are now like I had to focus mostly on just you know I gotta be a dad I gotta try to make this as normal as possible and then when I did start dating I mean it makes it hard because you have to like for me only one person I've dated has met Olivia and I the only reason that was was because we kind of met her at the same time so it was kind of like we both met her at you know like at this show we were at where we were doing like art um, so, so you used your
1: daughter like up. Adam Sandler in Big Daddy who <laughs> sends his little yeah. son off to go hit on chicks that's what you did didn't you <laughs>
3: yeah you know what no because other than that time I don't want them like, I'm, it's the weirdest thing because you'll meet people and they, that's what they want right away for sure. like oh you'll have people that'll be like oh I, I'll be a I'm, I'll be a great stepmom, And you're like, what? Like, <laughs> like that's so, it's good for you. You know, like, but why do you want it? Or do they want to, you know, I don't know. For me, I'm real protective of like, I don't want her like seeing a parade of people coming and going. <laughs> you know, like I want to know. And, and it, it may be to my detriment in that, you know, I, I may be too hard on letting something go. I don't know. to, to, to You're doing to it right, go. dude. Yeah. Whoa, I don't know. It's big, hard.
1: Big compliment from, from your buddy over here.
2: No, because yeah. I've seen, you know, the ones where it's like, you know, are you going to be my new dad or my new mom, whatever? And it's just become, they just become jaded. So, yeah. Um, but I don't know. Mike's gotten some pretty good comedy out of it. because.
3: Uh, <laughs> so it's, yeah. And what's funny now is like o- Olivia's like run the gambit on it. Like early on, she, uh, you know that's some of the comedy he's talking about because early on like probably when she was around six or so six and a half she had determined that i needed to find someone so she would like but she wasn't like this great like robert had for a while when he'd walk around his his son would be like hey how he was like a little mini joey from Friends. Like, <laughs>
0: how, how you, you doing, doing?
3: Was And they a come talk. yeah olivia instead is like you know hey she's alone you know <laughs> i don't see anyone go get her and you'd see their eyes get all wide and be like oh, ah, like like that that was not she was not helpful and then now she's gone to where it's like um in between that then she was like well now i don't want you to find anyone like you're the one that can focus on me because her mom has more of a serious relationship yeah. and then now now it's become almost like pity she's like I don't know why you can't
2: find anyone. Oh my, <laughs> like, what are you talking oh about? <laughs> <I'm rude. laughs> oh my god!
3: How rude!
2: Oh my god! That's that girl Mike shit. Also has a uh, penchant for younger ladies. <laughs> that, that's a,
1: that's a beautiful.
2: Part like of me says of that out of jealousy. That, that's yeah,
1: a that's I, a beautiful comment to put in to make sure that Mike listens to this episode.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. I think. Part of it is as much as I feel like, I don't know, I'm, I handle my stuff as a dad. I handle my stuff as a, you know, taking care of business and doing my work and all that. But then my personality is definitely not where a lot of people I've run into that are our age. I mean, I I mean, I'd go out on dates and they'd be like, you know, I'd be like, oh, well, I, you know, uh, I have my daughter, but then, you know, I could, you know, I can do something, but I probably can't meet till nine. They're like, I'm already asleep. <laughs> You're like, I'm like, oh, my God, are we this old? Next. I would run into that so much and be like, I can't do that. Like, I can't go here. I can't eat that. That'll, you know, that's good. i <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, I can't handle this okay. even at the conversation.
2: <laughs> you know? Mike, Mike stop listening, because I'm going to say something nice. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> no, I, I give Mike a bunch of shit all the time, but you will not find someone that puts more of himself into whatever he does. Like with the parenting, he's hundred percent there. He's hundred ten percent all the goddamn time. Chasing tail, he's there hundred the percent. No wonder he's fucking tired at nine o'clock at night. Because I remember we were going to a comic con for a podcast festival. And it was a two-hour drive down there. And for like 90% of the drive, he's on Tinder, swiping, swiping, type, 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 type. Like, dude, knock it the fuck off, man. <laughs> but that said, his heart is 100% there. Once you get Mike on board, he you cannot stop him, except for podcasts. The- uh, <laughs>
3: And well, and like what you were saying, though, about being like a couple, that felt like a married
2: thing. It, it Get did, off of that.
3: Pay attention to me. All
2: right. Exactly. What are we going to talk about? <laughs> I'm falling asleep. Talk to me, you know. Get, off, Get off, off of that.
1: <laughs> so when I came on your show, you guys, and not even when I came on, but like in general, you guys like to do this kind of bad dads segment that you do. <laughs> And where you where you like to bring in, you know, different bad dads from the news. You know, when we yep. came on, it was about a dad that had his kids selling crack to to them. <laughs> uh, you know, which sparked a nice conversation about Notorious Big's Ten Crack Commandments. But um, <laughs> uh, I also I also like to to do something like this every now and again. An episode I call it Inve- "Adventures in Bad Dadding." Uh, Mm -hmm. But it's more about me, like, dropping my daughter off the bed or something that I do that's terrible. Um, So I thought this was a perfect time to bring back everybody's favorite segment with you guys. (laughs) Adventures in Bed Daddy! Yes, this is Adventures in Bad Dadding, and this week... I'm going to ask you guys, what, and I'm going to start with you, Rob. What's yep. the, like, worst thing that you've done? Like, worst dad thing that, that, that you've done?
2: You'd have to... We'd have to be here for a while to pick through <laughs> them. Before we go there, uh, the reason I do the Bad Dad... Isn't so much to say, oh, look at how horrible that guy is. It's to mainly make us feel better about, at least I'm not that fucked up. It's it's brilliant.
1: Let me tell you, it's brilliant. My
2: kid will crack and all that. But, and we have even had like bad dad paloozas where I just had a bad week and I knew I was a shitty dad. So it was just nothing but bad dad stories. Um, But I got two of them that come to mind. And uh, one week I was the bad dad on our show. Really? Um, because, uh, oh, I can't remember the name of the comic, but he talks about um, what if your parents um, use sex, like their sex, uh, as a deterrent for your bad you behavior. Know, your bad behavior. Oh, and my God. Uh, it was, uh, he's talking about, uh, it's like, ah, shoot. Some to the effect of, oh, Tommy, uh, you're getting a D in math. I'll show you some D. And I was telling... <laughs> My wife that bit, or I played it for her, and this is when my kid was really little, and he was—I didn't think he was listening because he was watching TV. And then, uh of course, a couple weeks later, I'll show you some D. So he'd offer a Dick to his mother. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you some D. <laughs> like, oh, that's but good. But yeah. On the more serious side, though. When he was about three or four, um, I was on my way to work. And Kim, my wife, said, I think he has a fever. Excuse me. And um, I had just gotten done listening to This American Life where they did this whole thing on uh, Tylenol and acetaminophen. And how everyone thought it was so, this, so harmless and stuff. But apparently it was killing some people because uh, they were taking too much of it. Like it just oh, really hurts your liver. And she said, I want to give him some Tylenol. Ah, don't give him Tylenol. His fever's not that bad. And then I go to work and I get a call and she says, 911's not working. Call 911, send an ambulance to the house, click. I'm like, oh shit, okay. I don't know why I'm calling him. So I call 911 from work. And I say, I gotta go. And I go home. Um, there's like an ambulance and a fire department in front, a uh, fire truck in front of the house. He had a febrile, se- febrile seizure because his temperature got so high. Oh my God. And I still, to this day you know anytime he feels warm my wife will look at me like you think he needs some uh advil or something like yeah give it to him <laughs> to it. Um, pull it up pull up the time real quick. quick it never happened again but uh yeah i think uh i remember we got into a fight i'm like oh don't give me anything he's gonna be fine and he wasn't
3: jesus man that's the worst where we you're like yeah it's gonna be cool.
1: Yeah, yeah whenever whenever the, you the say something's that, gonna be okay, and then it's just not okay, and it just keeps yeah. getting worse, you're just like, oh god, I'm such a jackass. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I still feel yeah. bad about it. Yeah, what mine, the one that kind of terrorized me, is the whole thing about you know holding your baby, right? You know, and watching, you know, being careful with them, and. She was, you know, she had just been born. So it was probably like god, the next morning or something.
1: Oh my god, I can already tell and this is going to be bad. I picked her
3: up. I picked her up and my finger the soft spot in the skull, <laughs> I must have poked her brain. It went it was like <laughs> like you know like those you know those punch balls you get? Oh. You know how you can kind of push in on them like wow it went wow and I was like oh my god like I what did I just destroy like is that an area that's never gonna grow and and the nurses there hated me because I kept running out like I ran out when the poop first came out like I know it's supposed to be black but is this supposed to look like this I'm like, yes are you sure Is something wrong with it okay and then I came out I was like I totally touched her brain and they're like she'll be fine I go around this you can't be fine like I've I'm like, it my finger went in there. Like it touched I'm I'm past the skull. There's nothing else that it touched. It touched the like, It's fine, Mr. Gray. You know, like go inside and I just felt like, you know, right out the gate, I've already like ruined her. Like now she'll never do math. My finger <laughs> out the math area, you know? <laughs> or I made her a killer, you know. Oh, there went empathy. Good job, Dad. Good job. He just poked
1: it right off of her brain. <laughs> but li- listen, guys, this is this has been awesome. And we're going to wrap up here in a in a second. But before we do, I always ask two questions of every dad guest and mom guest, I guess, because I've had a couple of those, too, that that come on. So I'm going to throw them over to you. Um and we're going to st- start with Rob. The first one is uh, what's your been your favorite? And actually, Rob, I think I asked you this on, mm-hmm. on your show, so I'm going to repeat it. Uh, what's been your favorite thing or favorite experience about being a dad? So switching from bad dadding to good
2: dadding or favorite thing about dadding if they're different? No, they are. It's just, I just think, the connection between you and the kid just grows. Cause, uh, I remember being worried cause like the first six months I remember thinking, I just, you know, obviously you love the kid, but there's no, you know, there's no connection. Sure. At least for me, there wasn't. And then at six months, like some spark kicks in, you're like, Oh, there's the personality. And just, uh, more and more, it's like there's stuff that he and I get and do that mom doesn't get, and yeah. in a way that makes it a little bit more special. Sure. Um, and it doesn't happen as often as I would like. Excuse me. Um, but when it does, it's just you're just walking on air, you know. Sure. At, uh Yeah, it's. I look forward to those moments.
1: Hundred percent. Hundred percent. That like, like we were just talking about, you know, like we we get those type of Push the line moments where we get to build mm-hmm. a different type of connection. You know what I mean, uh, mm-hmm. Mike? What about you?
3: Um, for me, like God, like right when she was born. Before she was born, I would like, like, talk to her in in her mom's belly, and and like I could even fight with her because she'd like you you put the flashlight or talk, and I'd feel her like push against me. You know, like push against the hand. And uh, I would sing to her and talk to her all the time, but I would sing, like, I made up, a like, a dumb song that was, like, Olivia, Olivia, you are our new baby. We can't wait for you to see your brand-new nursery. And I'd sing that. And she came out, and my, it, my, my ex, her mom, it was horrible for her because they had made, she wanted, like, a planned C-section. They didn't do it, so she was, like, Okay, I'm gonna try natural. Well that they, they she was there for like the whole day pumping Jeez. her stuff and then they had to still do the C section. So she they pulled Oli out and I followed and she's screaming and crying and uh I started singing that. Olivia, and she stopped screaming and put her wow. arms out to me, and I was wow. like, "Oh, wow. oh, oh no, wow.
0: <laughs> I that
3: part of oh, my baby," you know, like <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> amazing, that's amazing, awesome.
1: yeah,
3: yeah, like that. They know that because she just stopped crying and just put her arms towards me, and I was like, "That's that's amazing." She really did because it felt like it that like, it's like she knew in there and For stuff, sure. but. She fully knew, yeah. She yeah. knew my voice, definitely.
1: Yeah. They say they say when you like sing to them, like in the womb, they'll like remember. Like I, I actually still to put her to bed, I like still sing songs that like I made up to to sing yeah. to my daughter. You know, when she was in my wife's belly, and and it's like she recognizes them. You know, like she'll like look at me and be like
0: this tune yeah like
1: this isn't raffi this isn't the beatles <laughs> like this is this is something else that alexa can't play me you know so
3: cool
1: um mm-hmm. so the, the second question i i ask is is uh mostly a uh, selfish question so that i can you know get better at this dad thing right um you guys both ahead of me in the process, Rob, you're five years down, Mike nine. Um, What's the best piece of advice that you can give, like based on your experience as a dad for dads that might be behind you in the process. And Rob, we'll start with you again.
2: Uh, Same one I had the last time. Do not try to do this shit alone. Facts. Uh, You'll go crazy. uh, You'll become an asshole and take it out on the people you care about the most. Um, I did that, um, this podcast helped cause I could just blow off steam with Mike, whether he knows it or not, he is therapeutic. Uh, fuck you. Don't hold it over my head. Uh, but you know, get an outlet, you know, being creative. I mean, how often do we get a chance to be creative? Um, you know, whether you're listening to dad hard with a podcast or listening to two hack open micers, just tell dick jokes and talk about their kids, find something to just, you know, take your mind off of things and also get some support for sure. You know, whether it's other dads just to, and it's tough with the COVID stuff going on because you really can't go out and meet yeah. each other. Yeah. But there are groups out there. Do what you can.
1: For sure. A hundred percent. Don't do it alone. Get some friends. That's what uh, my, my, uh, my best friend from college, that was his, that was his piece of advice. He said, uh, you know, don't, <clears throat> You know, don't try to do this alone. Don't read books. Go and get some some friends and and talk to them about it. Be open about it. hundred percent true. Um, what about you, Mike?
3: Um. Well, it seems like you're already. It's like what we talked about, about being present. But what I try, what I've always tried to do is like, I don't know, you try to like find what they're into and then try to get into that too and make it interesting for yourself. Cause I, I mean, I could sit there and be like, well, I don't want to play Roblox, you know, or whatnot, or I don't want to. And for me, I'm like, oh, okay, well I want to go see what they, what they want to do. And then I may goof off while I'm in there and get yelled at by her (laughs) because you're not playing it right or whatnot, but I will have fun, you know? And like, I think that's the thing and be willing to, like adapt
1: to stuff that, that's what that's what it's all about is, is like uh you know is is making that is making that connection which is you know rob what you said you love about uh about being a dad is is really getting that connection with with what they're doing um And it's really the best thing that that you could possibly do, you know, whatever it is. I uh, never thought that I would watch so much Sesame Street or Pete the Cat Mm -hmm. in my entire life. But uh, it's now an everyday for me, you know what I mean? Because that's what my daughter's into.
2: You are in for a world of shitty TV, my friend. Uh,
1: Yeah, I I can only imagine. It's a good thing I like animated movies because I I, I have a feeling that's coming down my pipe thank you so much guys for 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 coming on um thank you for having us yeah man this has been this has been fun you guys are freaking hilarious uh for a- anybody that wants to to check you guys out and follow you guys uh on this journey or just hear a bunch of dick jokes from dads <laughs> uh how can they uh how can they get you guys on the stand-up dads
2: Anywhere you get podcasts, uh, look for Stand Up Dads, and uh, we get new episodes every Sunday. Uh, if you're listening to this show, look for episode 83. That's the one that Moa's is on. Boom. Um, yeah. And uh, we have a website, stand-up-dads.com. Uh, you can see what we look like, and I'll apologize ahead of time. Uh, there's a blog on there. Uh, there's sponsors on there that we would love for you to support. And you can email us at thestandupdads at gmail.com. And I mentioned it earlier, uh, that show that got us started, um, gag on this podcast, we would not be here without them. Uh, we just celebrated our 100th episode. If you're awesome. bored, go listen to that. Uh, I consider us more PG-13. That one's more NC-17. So um, just be prepared. And, uh, and Mike is an artist, so you tell him about that.
3: Yeah, if you want any art or illustration, animation, I'm um, pencilforhire.com. So pencil, F-O-R, hire, or pencilforhire on Instagram.
2: So you could ask him to draw a picture of a dad sticking his finger in his baby's... <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I draw the diagram of what not to do. When they say there's a soft spot in the school, they are not joking this is not a drill it's That's, like for real it's for
1: real man you know yeah? what I, I, I might i might have you draw that for me for the uh <laughs> the, the the imagery for the adventures in bad dadding segment that we have on yeah. craft. i may have to do that um no guys thank you guys so much definitely check out their podcast and uh, like like uh rob said episode 83 i'm on it um thank i'll talk you. to you guys very soon And that is all for this week's episode of Dad Hard with a Podcast. As always, to connect on the fatherhood brotherhood, shoot us an email at dadhardpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at dadhardpod. And check out the website, wedadhard.com, where this episode with the stand-up dads will be blamed right at the top. And you can listen to the entire fatherhood journey over the last 13 months. Uh, you know, the first season one it counts the first full year of fatherhood. And now we are starting to rock with season two and are about four or five weeks in. So definitely give that a listen. Until next week, same dad, hard time, same dad, hard place. That's all for us. We're
0: out. Peace. Remember back in the days before you got blazed and lost in the haze. Gotta remember the good times back in the times when being just a kid was fun. Right, right. Remember back in the days before you had brains. Or cared about your waves. Care about remember back in the times when being just a kid was fun. Right, right. Ain't that the truth, man? Wish you could go back being a little kid again, man. Yes, I do. Remember them good times, oh, everything yeah. was free spirit and all that, I'm talking the playground, was playing on the monkey balls or whatever, uh, uh, what? sprinklers, yeah, hydrants going off in the street.